This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read God's Word together. I can't live in a nation where there are no churches. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> Hallelujah. In his presence. There might be excitement in other places. There might be happiness. But when it comes to joy, it's only in the presence of God. What a privilege to be among those who come to give him praise every Sunday, everywhere. It's, it's a privilege. That's why I love that singer song. Holy, holy God of mine. It's a privilege to Others don't know. It's a privilege to be among those who say, Abba, Father, and he responds. <laughs> Wonderful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read Genesis 17 before we take our seats. And I want to start from um, verse 4. Genesis 17, 4. As for me, this is God talking. Now let's start from verse 1. Don't worry, just five verses before we take our seats. From verse 1. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, that's 99. The Lord appeared to Abraham. Now, Abraham, not yet Abraham. Abraham. And said to him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That almighty God in Hebrew, I am El Shaddai. That's what he said. El Shaddai. When I was in school, I heard about the name of a church that somebody coined out. El Shaddai shall not die ministry. That's a very, El Shaddai shall not die ministry. <laughs> I am the El Shaddai. In other words, it means the almighty God. It means the one that abundantly supplies. Another word for it from Hebrew is the multi-breasted one. That's a real word. I am El Shaddai. What before me? And be perfect. Then verse 2. I will make my covenant between me and thee and multiply thee exceedingly. I gave you a covenant. But you are not giving me the opportunity to let the covenant be enforced. You are not letting the covenant you give me an opportunity to activate what so I made a covenant with you. But it's not yet operational. Not because of me. Abraham, you are missing steps. Walk before me. Be orderly. So that I will fulfill the covenant that I made with you. Which is to multiply the exceedingly. Abraham, I'm looking at you right now. You are just one man. I am the almighty. I have made up my mind. You are going to be multiplied. Verse 3. Abraham fell on his face. Why people should do this? 
When God is talking to you, learn to lay down. See, if you get to true worship, you don't worship and say, "At a pleasure worshiping, at a pleasure." When the presence of God descends, you have to fall down. When the king stands, every other person must fall. You don't stand before the Almighty. You fall before him. You see, civilization has made us to lose some things. Yeah. Hallelujah. Anyway, verse 4. God talked with him, saying, As for me, my covenant is with thee. Thou shalt be a father of many nations. I'm not changing my mind. But I have brought a technology to fulfill what I promised you. Verse 5. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. Abraham means exalted father, so-called father. Abraham means father of nations. Hmm. For a father of nations, many nations have I made thee. Now, you can see that God bless you. It is good to pay attention to how God selects his words. Anytime he talks in the Bible, or anytime he talks to people, anytime, whether in those, that dispensation or now, when God talks, he does not use future tense at times. He can say some things about the future at times, but when he's talking about uh, some things after the female, some prophets or some things, so God said to Abraham, your name has to change from Abraham to Abraham because I have made thee a father of many nations. I am not saying I'm going to make you a father of many nations I am saying, I have already made you, but on your part, there are adjustments to make. I want to talk about pictures, seeing from God's perspective. Hallelujah. When God speaks, it is done. In the realm of the spirit, it is established. On the side of God, it is done. But there are some specific things that mortal men must do to actualize God's covenant or promise. Sincerely speaking, God is not a man that should lie. But where the problem is, is this. No wonder, no wonder, Elijah, Elisha said to Elijah, oh God, you are about to be taken to heaven. I have served thee. I only need one thing from you. He said, What? He said, I want the double portion of your spirit. I have seen how you call down fire. I have seen many things that you have done. I want double portion. Ah, Elijah said that what you have asked for is hard. He said, nevertheless. I love nevertheless in the Bible. There are a few places like that. When Peter said to Jesus, we have toyed all night. Jesus said, cast your net. He said, we have toyed all night. We have caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. So in this case, Elijah said, what you have asked for is very difficult. Nevertheless, if you see me being taken away, it shall be so. If you don't see me 
Forget about the details of the story. One of the eternal principles in the kingdom. If you want it, you must see it. If you don't see it, you cannot have it. Did you get what I've just said? So Elijah, Elijah, the older one, said to Elisha, the protege, double portion, it sounds hard, but thank God some things are hard, but they are not impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some things are hard, but they are not impossible. For with God, all, all, all things. You know, as I am speaking, for those who are here and those who are watching, We've received testimonies of homes being made right. Serious issues between husband and wife. God stepping in and now they are best of lovers. Yeah. A man has told me that I will throw his wife down from the second floor and kill and go to jail for free. That was what he told me. But you see, I remember the day they invited them and dedicated their car. Now love, 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 love. I said that because I just perceive in my spirit. All the services in the month of March are miracle services. As I teach, great things are happening. Yeah. I said what I said now because I just saw in a flash that there are families here. What, your husband is turning away, but by the power of the Spirit, he's turned back. The love is restored in that home. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every spirit of misunderstanding, every spirit of confusion, ravaging families and homes, Conflict and fights in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who died and rose again. I say to you, storm, peace be still. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some families don't need counseling. They just need the word of God. By the time you cancel, I'll say, sure you are hearing. Say, what about you? I'm not hearing you. And it leads to more chaos. Some have visited counselors upon counselors. Sometimes I just need to command the spirit to go. Come, not in, I'm not against counseling. I'm just saying at times, counseling, what is wrong with some people is beyond counseling. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So he just told this man that what you're asking for is very hard. But if you can see me, Elisha, the request will be granted on one condition. And that condition has nothing to do with me. It is you. If you see. Because there is something about the realm of the spirit and in the physical realm that we must understand. I'm using the word realm of the spirit carefully because a lot of funny prophets in Nigeria, that's why I say, in the realm of the spirit I saw. And you are seeing a lot of them being embarrassed and embarrassing themselves. But you know what? Make no mistake about it. It doesn't change. Their disciples want you to follow them. Because many people are gullible. Oh, I, I, I mean, it, it pains me. I don't mean to, to attack anybody or anything. People come up and say that, and then the angel told them to show them. If you listen to 1,000 prophecies, believe me sincerely, it might just five people speaking the mind of God. Now, they simply will copy the credible prophets and they did what they are saying and say it on their own. I believe in the prophetic. I love the way Apostle say man and daddy when he spoke about this on Sunday. People should be very careful. Very, very careful. There's a video going on when the man said that he was saying in Yoruba, see the bow. Say like six months, there will not be election. But now there has been a, If you have said there will be and they will cancel or whatever, or there will be, there will be conflict or whatever. But you said there will not be at all. And the producer was asking, are you sure? He said, I'm, I'm, let's see. 
The Bible says that if a prophet speaks and he does not come to my, I, the Lord, I have not spoken to him. But that's not my, it's not my direction today. Amen. So in the realm of the spirit, <laughs> allow me to use that word. We have to understand uh, how things move from that realm to this realm. One of them is what I want to talk about today. You see, God, write it down, works from inside out. Ah. If the spirit, if the prof- problem of a person, let me tell you the truth. Spirit afflicting somebody in the night, all those stuff, something appears, somebody in a dream, they are the easiest to deal with. The most difficult is what they call patterns. Grandma divorced her husband. Mommy divorced her husband. Here is the girl. It's not the, the mistake churches will make, which we see all around, is that they gather and they begin to pray. The real bondage is not some demons around. It is the mind. It's inside. There is a way they all think. If nothing changes... Down the line, every time they marry, they will send away the man or the woman. It's a mentality. These were the things that Paul spoke more about in warfare. Second Corinthians chapter 10. He said, For the weapons of warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty. in pulling down stronghold. Stronghold mentality in people's head. Talk to some women about submission. Talk to some men about love. They will hate you. It has to be their way. Their way stands before them like this and nothing until they. And then when they are 70, they look back and see that they have just wasted their life. But in that prime of their time, you can't tell them. Because the spirit is here, not outside. So the Israel minister are praying that all the forces against you. No, it's only one force. It's inside. So this is why God works from inside out. So God began. Remember, there are icons in the Bible. There are people that God used to mirror a message. One of them, David. One of them, Moses. And one of them, Abraham. They were the people that God had covenants with. So you must study these people. Seven covenants in the Bible. There is everlasting covenant between God the Father and God the Son himself. There is a Adamic covenant, second covenant. There is Mosaic covenant. There is Noah covenant, third one, Noah. That was why he said rainbow. I will never send the rain on that again. And all of them have signs for Noah, rainbow. Then Abraham, number four covenant. They signed circumcision. Then God had a covenant with Moses, the fifth one. The sixth, then God had with David. And then, New Covenant, which we call New Testaments. Those are the seven covenants of the Bible. So the men that God decided to hang the, prophet, the, uh, the covenant on, they are worth studying. Adam, the first man. Noah, the man that pioneered a new generation. Moses that brought them out of Abraham, David, those men you must study them, then Jesus Christ. Icons. So one of them, Abraham, God was using Abraham to teach faith. And the Bible said without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you must look at it. So God began to communicate something very deep to you and I using Abraham as an example. So God promised Abraham a child, but God said to Abraham that 
Hey, you got the promise when you were 75. And the Bible says God appeared. That's how the Bible puts that age there. When Abraham was 99, 99, God appeared to Abraham and said that, boy, I am not the one delaying the promise. I am the Almighty. I am the El Shaddai. I am the Zuri Shaddai. I'm the Lord of hosts. I'm Jehovah, whatever you can call me. Everlasting Father. I'm the Lord of Lords. I'm the ancient of days. But I don't break principle. Did you get that? I have a way I operate. One of the ways through which I operate is that when I want to do something for a man, I want him to be able to picture the promise that I have given and then the promise will become a reality. So, let's go to Genesis 15. And I will explain incubation in a while. And then, that will be all for today. Then, next service will come. I'm going to continue again from here next week Sunday. Remember, all the three services now do have the same direction. First service was also, we talked about something entirely different. This one, and third service will be different. So, the continuation of this one will be second service next week. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. After this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. After what things? When the Bible tells you after some things, go back to church. What are the things? What happened in chapter 14? Abraham met Melchizedek. Abraham must have thought that, ah, yeah. This is the custodian of the promise on Amekizedek. He brought bread and wine, word and spirit. And I explained on Wednesday, the power of the... If we're not on the Wednesday, you did not partake in communion, go and listen to what we said. That was, that was deep. So, the bread and wine. So, when Melchizedek met Abraham, Abraham with joy. As he said, blessed be Abraham of God, possessor of heaven and earth. And he blessed Abraham. Abraham recognized that Melchizedek, as at that time, was the custodian of the anointing of God, a prototype of Jesus Christ. But Bible scholars said that that was actually Shem, the son of Noah. One of the three sons of Noah was Melchizedek. Another day for Shem was Melchizedek. It's a controversial thing among theologians, but many people believe that actually Shem was Melchizedek. Yes. Who just appeared in Genesis 14 and nothing again was said about him after that. I said that maybe in, in patches here and there. And all he did was that when Abraham saw it, Abraham must have recognized that this being is higher than me. God spoke to me. People were bowing before Abraham. He had 380 slaves. When he saw Melchizedek, he bowed. And the guy just brought bread and wine. They first called to introduce communion. And he said, blessed be Abraham. They possessed, and then he blessed Abraham. And Abraham joyfully gave him a tithe. He saw a seed. He gave him 10%. That's why tithe is very relevant. As long as we do communion, we do tithes. But that's not my point today. Forget about all those guys who are just making bogus statements and talking. One of them is beginning to say that they're coming on to is wrong now. Some people have problems, but let me not just, let's just not go back. You know, they are just, their point is to attack everything church is doing and divert attention to themselves. This one is under, one of them came up with a message saying that baptism is wrong. That you don't dip people in water. I mean, you just, even if you are right, to what end? You are just talking, talking gibberish. But then, Jesus said, come in, not do it as often as, he remember somebody is saying that, he say it's just a symbol, that water, you don't need water baptism. Okay, if they baptize in water, come and crucify me. I don't know. 
spirit of error is a very dangerous spirit. When they catch a minister, but and that's not my focus again. Are you following me? <laughs> now you open Facebook, you read things. I just shake it. I tell Lord Jesus. Um, okay, it's like the body of Christ is being bashed on every side. There is one side now that you have all manner of prophets, all manner of materials have come in now. Uh, bring on it. Bring your clothes. We we'll pray over. And then all manner of prayers that are strained to New Testament, strained to the Bible. And then people are praying all this prayer. And then there is others like, wait, see, I love uh, some of the ministers who do prayer early morning. They have been there. You know some of them who are my friends. You know the person I'm But see, the number is a great. Everybody now does prayer early. And then there are Christians now. You're on five, seven channels. Kilo share. What is the problem that you are on every channel praying? Which spirit is so stubborn? And you give offering in all these places. You have a problem. The problem is not the prayer. You are the problem. Even the demon in your life is afraid of you. I mean, later in now. You want to solve me and you are doing seven mountains. Huh? <laughs> if we increase more than this, we'll call that. <laughs> What's the problem? And you are not looking at those who are not joining you to go to all those places. They are fine. You know, there are questions you ask your parents and they respond with a slap. Yeah. I started becoming a rebel while growing up. I grew up in the white government. They would say all the children that there will be plague in town. That we should come under covering in church. So we spend three days in church. We still sleep on that floor. So one day I tried to ask my father, because when, when the abu ended, I went back home. I thought all my friends who were going to other churches, Anglican, would have died. But I saw everybody. So I asked my parents, so why did we, so can't God protect us? Who protected all this one? They didn't go under, we went, and they are still alive. But you know, when you ask an adult that kind of question, you know the answer you get. Especially Yoruba parents. You know, Yorubas are very wonderful. Mommy, should I, where should I put this thing? No, come and put it on my head. You know that kind of, did you get those kind of answers? I'm going up. <laughs> uh, mommy, you have a right. No, I am going. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. A wonderful culture. You, you are, you, you, you're a bad woman is talking to you. He said, you want to stand on my head? They are talking, you see that. I said, I might want to talk to you. I don't want to sit in there. I mean, all kinds of. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> don't let me forget my, 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 my point. Are you following me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go back to Abraham. Let me not debate too much. He wanted to show Abraham this thing. I was saying something that led me away. Connect me back. Okay, yes. So he recognized Melchizedek. So that's what the Bible says in chapter 15. After these things, I believe, if you look at the tone of Abraham in chapter 15, so Melchizedek's story happened in 14. In 15, this man is a discouraging man here. The word of Abraham is saying, fear not, Abraham. I am your shield and the exceeding great one. Look at verse today, you know that it's discouraging. Then God said to him, and Abraham said, Lord, as soon as God started saying that I am your reward, the guy just protested. And just said, mm -mm. what will you give me? Seeing, if you are using the physical Bible, underline that was seeing. That is his problem. Seeing, I go childless. 
When I met Mekizedek, I was springing back home, thinking that now Sarah will get pregnant. The most anointed person just blessed me with bread and wine. Lo and behold, Lord, I have seen Mekizedek. After your promise, nothing has changed. He said, now I look around my house, there's no child. Then he began to look at the child of one of the slaves. Then he said that the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. This slave that I raised as a child is the only one. Steward is in charge of my person. That's the only thing that gives me joy. It, then, next verse. Then he went further to tell, he said, Behold, to me, you have given no child. He said, One born in my house is my heir. The child that my slave gave out to is the one that's my heir. He said, You have given me. This is Abraham talking to God in the presence of God, a discouraged man. And God was trying to say that if you like, meet Mechizedek. Meet Noah, the father of Mechizedek. If that is correct, anyway, I'm not taking any side with any theologian. Meet Adam that started the race of humanity. There is a problem. You do understand, Abraham. I want to make you a father of faith. I'm creating a pattern through you. I'm not going to skip protocol for you. There is something you must master. Pay attention to what he said to God. He says, see, Lord, look at it. I am childless. I have looked around. I see no child. Then the Lord said, no, let's correct your vision. Yeah. Verse 4. Behold, the word Lord came to him saying, number one, the one you are looking at shall not be, but the one that will be born from you, from you directly. Next verse. Then God solved the problem. Next verse. And he brought him forth abroad and said, What's the next word there? In other words, Abraham, you are looking at the wrong things. Instead of you to look at now, I will enter this message by the grace of God more next week. Listen to me. The things of the spirits, they are very sensitive to environments. I think we began to say that last week, that they are environment sensitive or something, say environmentally sensitive. Any one of the two, that is correct. Okay, all English master. Bidemi is not around. He should have given me the right one. It's a lucky, lucky, it's a lucky, okay. So, let's use the word. They, they are sensitive. Church, as I, as the Lord was saying this to me, of course, this is not a new message. I've shared along this line before. A time will come, maybe I'll begin next week, but my touch on it a bit, because I want to end now. To begin to include warning in this teaching. Listen. At times for God's promises to be fulfilled in your life, you might need to relocate. There must have been a reason why God told Abraham to leave his father's house. I'm not saying that necessarily go to Canada or UK. Sometimes you have to leave the company that you are with. If you are in a place where everything around you gives you a picture of your pain and of your defeat, you will not rise in victory. So God brought Abraham out and he said, look up. I want to change what you are seeing. Why? There is a protocol I cannot bypass. Abraham, for you to have Isaac, who will become a father of nations, you must see those nations here. If you continue to see yourself as childless, I am El Shaddai, but I cannot do anything about it. Did you get what I just said now? So, in addition to looking up, God said, let's do something about your name also. 
Let them stop calling you so-called father. Let them start calling you father of nations. Then what I have done in the spirit, as soon as the picture is formed here, will become a reality. Listen to me very well. No matter how much you pray as a woman, if you see your husband cheating, see him misbehaving, he has not done anything wrong. But as you hear news of men straying, you are already afraid. It will be like the case of Job. Sacrifice did not help. Hiya. Job was offering sacrifice every day. He said, one of my children might have seen. He will kill goats. He will kill when Satan came for him. Because then Job confessed in chapter 5. Or chapter 3, he said, the things that I greatly feared, they have finally come upon me. He was making sacrifice. Like people fasting and praying, but he did not deal with the fear. The internal picture inside Job was that all these beautiful things going on in my life, one day I will lose them. Fear is terrible. Men and brethren, Satan will have no access into your life until he allows his picture to settle. When you see a negative picture, delete, delete, delete. This is a real warfare. It was 40 years after they left Egypt that the second circumcision took place in Gilgal, Joshua chapter 5. And God said, Today I roll away the reproach of Egypt. From that day, they never talked about going back to Egypt again. Moses delivered them from it, but several they wanted to go back. Moses did know that their problem was not the snake they saw, the mountain they saw. The problem that Egypt was still inside them. When they circumcised the second time, God spoke to Joshua. He said, today, any, this is the day I just rolled away the reproach of Egypt. That means in the last 39 years, they left Egypt, but Egypt did not leave them. And Satan kept pressing that button like remote control. There are batteries inside men that you have to remove. They are in form of pictures. There is a battery. There is a remote that controls this TV here. But once you remove the battery from the remote, press it till tomorrow, nothing will happen. What are the batteries that you have inside in form of picture that must be deleted? It is what the enemy presses when they want to get you. Pictures. When God gives you a promise, and this is where we are going to take it off from next week, what he wants you to do is that that promise must become a picture in your heart. You see, the Bible said that the invisible things of God, they can be understood when you study visible things. In other words, because God is invisible, optical eyes cannot, physical eyes cannot see him, God in his wisdom, he created certain things that when you study them, you will understand God. One of them is what I will tell you today, to understand how what I've just said to you works. You know what? If you understand the principle of Chicken and egg. Mother chick, the egg that you eat, that you boil and eat, and the one that becomes a child, the only difference is that one is sat upon, one is not. Once a chicken lays an egg, a chick lays an egg and does not sit upon it, it will become what people will eat. It will not bring, it will not become life. If you receive a word from God and you don't sit, yeah meditation is a way. I will talk about three things. Repetition, I will talk about focus, and I will talk about prayer. They are the things that we use 
to keep a promise inside there until it becomes a prevailing picture in your heart. Once that happens, the power of God on the outside will cause all things to align based on the picture that you have. Sincerely speaking, many under the sound of my voice all over the world are still enjoying the mercy of God. That is why God is not allowing the evil you are thinking to come to pass yet. But you are left unguided because inside your heart you allow just anything. Pictures upon pictures of defeats. Pictures upon pictures of this one. This is what at the end of the day, you will know that it is war to mind what to hear, what to hear, what to hear, what to hear. Some believe that one day Nigeria will go into flames and this will happen. You better get out of the country because we that are here, we know that this country will be restored. Yeah. And you know what? This is the season of the restoration. My hope is not on any one man. I gave a warning during the workers' meeting. I saw, they reported even a member of this church going on Facebook to abuse Ibos and abuse. And I said, ah, some people, okay. Election time in Nigeria, demons are, they are dispatched. It, they, are, they, are, they, they just go. It's not even about what has happened. My brother told me is Nigerian group in a school in Leicester, UK. Nigerian community, the, old, the head of God, shut down the group. Attacks upon the causes from Yoruba to Ibo, Ibo to Yoruba, Ibo to Yoruba to What is wrong with people? And I told them on Sunday, if you are a tribalistic person, you are far from the kingdom of heaven. He has made of one nation, one blood. Deal with people as individuals, don't profile. When you now get abroad and they treat you somehow, you start complaining. But here in Nigeria, what we show ourselves, we are sick. Tribalism. Then you go to abroad, the white do something, then you start talking racism. Are you not a racist yourself? Why should a Christian be a racist? Other tribes are not your problem. The witches in your family, they are not from other tribe. It's not a deliverance church. I'm just saying, you see, because some of the people that I even know who talk about deliverance and witches and voice of darkness uh, ravaging the home, they're also the ones that are talking about uh, this Yoruba, this one Yoruba. And I said, are people okay? The ones that you said they are shooting arrows at you, are they from another tribe? Are they not people of your household? I want to share. And I lay in one. Yet you are talking about other people. Everybody who talk about ancestral spirit, those spirits are always from your family, your, your tribe, your lineage. It is impossible for a Yoruba man to be troubled by ancestral spirits from Igbo land. It's impossible for an Igbo man that the witches that are hunting after him, they are Yorubas. They are always from your hometown. So who are your enemies? Let, let's not start. I get what I'm saying. Yes, there is only one enemy, Satan. That's all. In every tribe, there are fine people. And in every tribe, there are terrible people. What people don't do is that the people that are betrayed the most are people of your own clan. You don't talk about a friend that has, a friend that has done this to you and that to you. Then somebody from another door say, that Yoruba man did, that Ibo man did this. I don't answer like that. That man did this to me. It could have been from any tribe. The one that bash your car and say, I give it to you on the road. Where, I mean, stop all this nonsense. Hallelujah. Even among Yoruba, they have a Jesha, Ijebu, Ijebu, Jesha. I don't know, all kinds of things. 
So he told me that the dad told her that she should not even marry. They are Yoruba, so maybe from Ondo state or so. We just have all kinds of. I was told about Anambra and they go and go to that they do this to it. What is wrong with us? Man will divide over anything. So when you finish profiling, even among the people that are now like from your tribe, bearing your name, then you start with complexion. You are dark and fear. Get out. Then when you are tired of complexion, you start with height. You are short and tall. It's, 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 it's madness. Let no member of the church get involved in arguing and trying to say this and that. This is time of politics. You have prayed. You have voted. Leave everything in God's hand. All right? It will work everything according to the sea. Um, if I start talking, you will think I'm for this. If you hear me again, you will think I'm for this. The truth of the matter is this. Saints should pray and exercise their rights. Defend your votes, vote and everything. But after all said and done, leave everything to God. You've done your part. That's all. Did you hear what I've just said now? That's very important. I told that what has been. I mean, I just opened my Facebook page. One guy just wrote that now we now know that the Almighty God is useless. He said he doesn't defend people when they need him. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed, but our votes did not count. They changed him. And I said, I mean, what is wrong with some people? My hope is built on nothingness. Thank Jesus, Lord. If I see a man of integrity, I will support, I will vote, but my confidence is not in man. No man. You don't even know what a man will do. That is not to say support the right person that you know is credible. We all went out to support people that we felt credible people, honest people. You support, leave everything to God and don't fight another person for making their choices. My hope is built on nothingness. Yes. See, at the end of the day, it is prayer. And what does that song is? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? Is somebody blessed today? Everybody say pictures. Say it again. What do you say in your heart? Next week we are going to talk about how to construct the right picture. It's a process. And how to delete the negative ones. They are stubborn. This is why only few people have experienced transformation and what you call quantum leap. When this happens to you, you are going to move very fast. You will be a surprise to yourself. I tell you the truth. Many people still think that God is lying about it. Only people have experienced the power of God to radically lift a man. Because many people still have this thing inside them. When this problem is solved, you will wake up to a new reality that God does not joke with words and God is not a man. Then you know that God is committed to your prosperity because many people will benefit from your blessing. So he wants to take you right up there. But see, he cannot skip protocol because evil and good cannot exist together. So a picture must go down, another one must come in. This is why I said a pattern will be a warning. What do you listen to? See, 
Life is not as innocent as you think it is. You better, hey, a friend called me one time. It was one video um, that he just dabbled into. Maybe it was at a moment for some reasons. Um, he was beginning to be a married man, a pastor, wonderful guy, beginning to be weak sexually. He was just having, and the wife was complaining. It's like, you don't have desire for sex. So he felt like, so a doctor friend told him, was also a Christian, that look, if you have to take some pills or, so we're looking for one. And all those things, they advertise real sex and all those things. And he started getting addicted to it. He started watching, 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 watching. Before he knew, God saved him from beginning to sleep with members of his church. God saved him like this. One was talking to me one day. He didn't even care if we were around. He just, oh, see, life is designed. Things are designed to weaken your faith, shift your focus, and distract you. All of you that cannot do 20 without looking at your phone. What I'm teaching you today, you will begin to understand. You know the funny thing? Even the richest men in this world who are not Christians, they don't look at phone every now and then. Many of them have said, I don't read newspaper, even when news are talking about them. They give it to common people to waste their time and energy on it. Our movies, everything is... So, we are not saying that you, you have to leave the world. There's nothing wrong watching... I am just saying that. Be wise enough to understand that. Even I'm watching this thing, see, be careful. Gradually, some things will start coming in. Some things will start coming in. What the news we hear, what are they designed to do? To produce fear. Yeah. News upon news. News upon news. This one, that one. And all those things. Then they begin to bash the good image inside and replace it with the negative one. Environments. If you sit with people, and by the time you are going back to your house, you are heavy, you are weak, faith is no more, never go to that gathering again. If you say, friend, greet him once in a while on the phone, don't come to my house again. Life is too important for sentiments. Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.